It's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Hey, howdy. Happy Thursday to you. Look who's back. Sarah is back. Hi. From, from uh, what I thought was a speaking engagement, but maybe it was fishing on the first day of trout season. I'm not sure exactly why she... I'm- pretty good uh at fishing whenever they have been freshly stocked you know so whenever they're jumping on your line all right we'll talk about that in a little bit uh but we'll begin with some news all right for the first time since 2006 a branson police officer shot a person on tuesday evening randall weselek jr was wanted on several felony warrants police say they tried to get him out of his car at a gas station on highway 76 when a struggle ensued and then officers shot as is protocol, the three involved are on administrative leave while the Highway Patrol investigates. Uh, meanwhile, Springfield School Board, uh, quite the controversy happening there right now. Uh, the board voted to unseat the current vice president because she interjected during a mental health session with a group of students. Miriam Mohammed Khani attended a conference for high schoolers. Uh, During a session, we're told that was led by the director of diversity, equity and inclusion at Burl. The leader asked the students to close their eyes and raise their hand if they had experienced racial trauma. Well, the leader then told most of the students or then told the group that most of the students raised their hands. However, Mohammed Kani took issue with that because she was in the room, too. uh, And she spoke up and said, uh, most is not true. She said only a portion of the room raised their hands. Uh, The school board has considered that a disruption unbecoming of a school board member. So um, we have Danielle Kincaid, Sharita Thomas-Tate, Scott Kreiss, and Denise Frederick voting to remove Connie as vice president. And uh, the other ones, Kelly Byrne, Steve McCroskey, and Mohammed Khani, of course, voted against that. Interesting. Uh, well, I'll leave it at that. It's interesting. The only one, uh, there's an election coming up in April. I think the only one that is up for re-election is Sharita Thomas-Tate. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Uh, This is another story that is uh, big news these days uh, all over the place. Uh, Basically an about face from the U.S. government when it comes to the origins of coronavirus coming from both the FBI and the U.S. Energy Department. After it was called a conspiracy theory and Dr. Fauci dismissed the potential as molecularly impossible, the FBI now says the COVID pandemic most likely, quote, their words, most likely, started because of a lab leak at an infectious disease lab run by the Chinese government in Wuhan, China, where scientists research coronaviruses. It was the first public confirmation of the FBI and Energy Energy Department's confidential assessment into the origins of coronavirus. And here we are now, three years later, and, uh, and this is just now beginning to come out. I think, I mean, I don't know where it started, but the logical person in in my head has to think that, well, that's one of the places in the world, one of the very, very remote few places where they do that sort of testing. Uh, the Chinese government works to weaponize diseases like that. The military does. Uh, so 
that is something that we should probably look at. What was shocking to me, and really, I think, a problem for our society in general, is that that wasn't a, no one was allowed to think that that could be a possibility. Uh, you you were you were a crazy conspiracy theorist if you thought that that could be a possibility, and and the conversation was shut down immediately. I mean, Twitter was kicking people off because they said that could have happened. Well, that that's my problem with it is just shutting down the conversation when we don't really know. So you can't call it a conspiracy theory if it ends up being true. Uh, and if it makes logical sense that it could be a possibility, that's where yeah. they, that's where they deal with coronaviruses. And we know this, we know, uh, that three researchers from the Wuhan lab were hospitalized before the very first case of coronavirus was reported and they all had coronavirus symptoms. So all these things are adding up. If it quacks like a duck, perhaps it's a duck. Hmm. Uh, but my problem with the whole thing is that we weren't, a, there, there was no dissent available. You weren't allowed to have a different idea or at least say that, I don't know, but maybe we should look at this. Yeah. I do remember the white lab coat doctors on the steps of whatever government building up in DC talking about um, the very thing that they mentioned, which was the letter that some scientists said, like, it was not in the lab. This is a conspiracy theory. And then other doctors saying it seems to not have a natural origin. And then, yeah, those videos disappeared as well. It's very well, yeah, those videos weren't even allowed to stand. I mean, these yeah. are these were real doctors and scientists. Well, they did for a while because I mean, a number of people watched. I mean, thousands right. of people watched them. Yes, so. but eventually, I mean, very quickly, they they disappeared and weren't allowed to be heard. Yeah, which is crazy. We're, we're this is an open society where different ideas should be allowed to be heard and. Uh, they should live or die on their own merits based on what we find out about the situation, not based on it's offensive or whatever, because science is science. Yeah, they wrote an open letter condemning the conspiracy theories that it didn't have a natural origin. Well, now, maybe it did. Maybe it doesn't have a natural origin. I don't. I don't know. Again, I don't know the answer to this. My my concern is that, but the news the, of the day is, of course, that for the first time, the FBI and the Energy Department is saying it most likely did, in fact, start in the very lab that many people speculated about in the beginning, and then were shut down. So correct, correct. Um, okay, if you've ever tried to find a good spot in downtown Springfield, that can be a challenge depending on where you're going and what time of day. Uh, the city wants you to weigh in on what you think, um, maybe some good ideas down there. Uh, they are studying a good way to make some improvements. So you are invited to fill out a parking study survey online by March 20th. Today is the second. Uh, so you can find it on the city's website and voice your opinion. We just had that problem. We had lunch down there last week, I think, and uh, it was raining and it was it was difficult to find a parking spot anywhere close to where we wanted to go. Yeah. Um, it's cool, too, because if you read a little bit deeper into that, they're looking at, 
it very uh, holistically. That's a funny word for this, for talking about parking spots, but they're looking at it very holistically, like the parking garages and the private parking lots and the public parking lots and the parallel parking lots and, you know, everything. So it'll be, it'll be good because it's uh, very in all inclusive of all the parking down there. So uh, yeah, check it out on the city's website. <clears throat> Um, now to this, College of the Ozarks is turning to the U.S. Supreme Court in a 2021 case involving gender dorm living on campus. Uh, they are hoping to halt a Biden administration directive that they say will force private Christian colleges to open its gender-specific dorms and showers to people of the opposite sex. CIVO says this violates their religious freedoms which prohibits biological males and females from living together. Uh, however, last year, a judge said the college cannot sue the Biden administration over a directive that is designed to prevent discrimination based on gender identity or sexual orientation. Okay. So there, the, that we story's long. There's a lot to it. Um, that's kind of it in a nutshell, by the way. But suffice to say, uh, we'll follow it. I think it's we, interesting. We don't know that the Supreme Court will hear it yet, right? Not yet. They just, I mean, we don't college, know yet. Yeah. The college wants to. Okay. Right. Uh, weather. Today's going to be a weather day uh, because uh, we're going to be decent temperature today, 50 something. Uh, but later this evening, thunderstorms uh, and then a big cold front comes through and maybe some, well, probably some more rain tomorrow morning. Uh, and maybe a snow flurry or two as no. it gets down. Barely cold enough for that. It's only going to get down to 30 or so, but that's, you know, whenever there's precipitation falling and it's 30, it could be that. Uh, but it's not going to be uh, a bunch. It's not going to be a problem, I don't think. It's been warm for quite a while. Uh, Saturday, it's going to be warm again. We'll be back up to 58 degrees. Sunday, uh, 65 or so. And then Monday into the 70s. Uh, Tuesday, another cold front, some showers. Uh, maybe Tuesday and Wednesday and back into the 50s. But we're doing pretty well. We're doing pretty well. Uh, all right. It is time for the annual Seuss Science Day. That is this Saturday, 9 to 1. Uh, it is free fun for the whole family inside the Pat Jones YMCA uh, on Republic Road. There will be a Dr. Seuss-themed activities, Dr. Seuss story times, appearances by the cat in the hat, and uh, a lot of fun stuff that the kids who enjoy Dr. Seuss will no doubt get a kick out of. Good times. Uh, it is the season for trout fishing, as uh, apparently you guys talked about yesterday. Uh, thousands of anglers lined up at the state parks in Missouri to open it up, and now it is underway. Uh, Bennett Spring State Park near Lebanon, Montauk near Salem, and of course, Roaring River State Park near Cassville. You so. always went to Roaring River, right? Uh, actually I went to Roaring River probably most of the time, but I definitely also went to Bennett Spring a few times. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I remember that as well. Uh, we, somebody in our Facebook comments, Brian yesterday said, where's Sarah? Are you sure she's not, uh, trout fishing? And did I thought, you, oh, um, show him the picture? Hold on. Everybody. I did. I did. I showed him. I showed of Griffin. Him. Oh no, no, no. Not of Griffin. Oh. Of, of you speaking last night. Oh, of me speaking. This is Griffin. Look at the size of that. Or not last night. Look at that. Tuesday night. How cute is that, that boy? Yeah, we can't see that very well. Well, you're missing out because he's a cutie. And it's yeah, a that's cute... a big one, right? It's a yeah. foot, foot long or so, foot and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. Um, he said he brought it home. We'll eat it. 
I know. We're going to fry it up. Don't worry. We will eat it. We will not let it go to waste. All right. Baseball season uh, is already starting. The preseason, anyway. The the, uh, Grapefruit League down in Florida. St. Louis Cardinals fans will be able to attend as many home games as they want again this year if they pay a monthly fee. Man, if I lived closer to St. Louis, this might be something. Uh, The Budweiser Ballpark Pass allows fans to go to any home game for $35 a month. So for $35, you can attend as many home games as you want that month. That's something. Uh, On game day, pass holders will get a standing room ticket delivered directly to their phone uh, through the MLB Ballpark app. Uh, The only games it will not work for are opening day and October 1st. I wonder what October 1st is. Is that the last game of the season, probably? I was thinking you would know. I I bet it's the last home game, probably. I don't know. Uh, But that's a, man, that's a pretty good deal. Now it's a standing room ticket, but, so you don't have a seat unless, you know, you can find an an empty seat and park it there and hope somebody doesn't come sit down. But St. Louis gets pretty good crowds, even on weekdays during the season. I, uh. I do enjoy the hot dogs. I like baseball. Yeah, it's fine. Jack. It's slow. Um, well, they're speeding it up this year. I it's heard my friend Katie Link, her boy plays at Missouri State. Um, I heard. I don't know what I think about that. Like, I, I feel like you shouldn't mess with the America's greatest pastime, quite frankly. I also don't know that I like the uh, replay even on video. Like, I think you need to learn how to navigate human error um, with refs or umpires. I feel like it's part of sport. Anyway, we well, we had this long discussion on our seven-mile run the other day, so we had lots of that time. That ship to... has sailed. That ship has sailed. Uh, I'm aware. I'm aware. For better or worse. But I'll tell you something. In 1985, I could have used some replay. It would have really helped me out of a jam. <laughs> Cardinals and Royals fans know exactly what I'm talking about. I could right. use an instant replay when I got arrested on live television in 2008. No, all we needed, we didn't need an instant replay. We just needed the photog that was standing next to me to get the camera out of his hand down at the, on, the, on the ground and shoot. I won't get say his shoot. name out loud because I just love him too much. I don't want to throw him under the bus, Rob. Um, anyway, I, yeah. There we go. That's how I feel about it. But okay. Um, happy for- day. Watch out for the storms. Yeah. Storms tonight. Uh, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.